What's up, Nzanzi? Welcome to episode 350 of Farmers Inside Chat. I'm your host, Octavius Bandil. Now, abortions in livestock can have a ripple effect on a farmer's success of generating income. So having the knowledge to avoid abortions or take care of the livestock after the process is crucial. And right here in this episode, Dr. Sakin Kosi, a technical veterinarian at AfriVet, shares the causes and some prevention methods. Dr. Saki, welcome to Palm Inside Track. Today we are talking about abortions in livestock as well as the importance of learning about this information and the consequences. Let's define what is an abortion. An abortion is when the pregnancy terminates early and a non-viable fetus is expelled. So if a fetus is fully developed but born dead, then we term that as a stillbirth. And what causes abortions in livestock? The causes of abortions in livestock are diverse and extensive. We actually need a whole day to discuss all these diseases. I'll try to mention the most common factors existing across regions and seasons. Frequently, abortion follows an initial cure infection that persists for weeks or months. Therefore, the causes can be categorized into non-infectious factors such as an exposure to poisonous plants, plants such as poison, hemlock, lupines, tobacco, local weeds, pine needs, broomweed, fescue, gossipol, mycotoxins as well, nitrates, and medications like prostaglandins. And to include malnutrition with deficiencies in vitamin A, Selenium vitamin E has also been linked to causing abortions. So those are non-infectious causes that can cause sporadic outbreaks most of the time. So our infectious causes of abortions consist of a range of viruses. For instance, blue tongue virus is prevalent in sheep, but cattle can also be affected. Bovine viral diarrhea is mostly observed in cattle, while Rivvedi fever can be seen in cattle, but particularly seen in sheep after heavy rain falls, when mosquito populations rise, leading to abortion storms. Border disease caused by pestivirus related to the bovine viral diseases is another virus of concern in sheep. And in pigs, we have viruses such as classical swine fever, porcine sickle virus, porcine parvovirus, porcine reproductive and respiratory syndrome, and diamond skin disease are significant viral causes of abortion in pigs. To mention again, we have bacterial infectious agents, which also contribute significantly to abortions in our livestock. So it's bacteria such as brucellosis, campylobacteriosis, chlamydia, leptospirosis, listeria, coxilla pruneti, and salmonellosis, and also including protozoal infections such as toxoplasma and neospora play a role in inducing abortions. So it is worth to note that any factor that elevates body temperature, including infections like anaplasmosis and Diseases can lead to abortions. Therefore, fever remains one of the most critical causes of abortions in livestock. 
Doc, how can it be managed? Can you share some practical examples with us? To reduce the numerous causes of abortions in livestock, general prevention of non-infectious abortion centers around effective husbandry, sound feeding practices, and good management practices. While preventing infectious abortions involves a robust disease control strategies, including a closed herd policy, thorough screening and quarantine procedures for newly bought or introduced animals, even for rented bulls. Additionally, maintaining high levels of biosecurity is of utmost importance. When a sporadic abortion or when you have an outbreak of abortions, preventing further incidents can be challenging unless the cause, the causative agent is identified and can be eradicated. You can have additional abortions that may occur months after the initial event. So a fundamental aspect of abortion control in a cattle herd is maintaining a comprehensive records of abortion events identifying the cause in each documented case of abortion is important. So every time you have an abortion before your veterinarian and you try to get which pathogen is involved in order for you to have a long-term solution. So you report such cases to your vet or your veterinary officer in the area and you try to find the cause, the exact pathogen that causes the abortion. It's easier post-abortions. How do you manage an aborted fetus? The first thing to keep in mind is that many of the diseases that lead to abortion in livestock are caused by organisms that can also affect humans. Therefore, it is important to adhere to strict biosecurity measures and use PPEs, personal protective equipment, such as you must wear a mask. I would prefer an N95, not just a cloth, a mask. Eye goggles and latex gloves when handling materials associated with abortion. You must use a disinfectant during the washing process, which is also very much important. Do not eat, do not smoke when you're busy with this process. So if your veterinarian leaves far off or if he requests you to keep the sample, then you can do that. Preferably, if your vet is close by, do not even attempt to touch the aborted material because I know most farmers forget to wash our hands so I'm also guilty of that. In the event of an abortion the initial step is to promptly contact your veterinarian or the veterinary officer in your area. If possible isolate the affected cow to minimize the spread of the disease. Proper disposal of the aborted fetus and placenta is of utmost importance. Because now the pathogen, the virus or bacteria would initially stay in the placenta, we can find it in the placenta or we can find it in the fetus. So for sampling, we need both the fetus and the placenta. So you need to place them in a refuse bag and refrigerate until the veterinarian arrives to collect the samples. It is crucial not to wash the fetus because you might wash off the pathogens that we want to see in testing. And the site where the fetus was found should be buried with soil to prevent other animals from consuming or smelling pathogens in that area. If it's on a cement, then you need to wash and disinfect so that you wash and kill the pathogens in there. So these precautionary measures are vital to safeguard 
both animal and human health and to facilitate accurate diagnosis and effective management of diseases associated with the livestock abortions. And finally, are there any vaccinations available to prevent abortions in livestock? Fortunately, vaccinations can be a valuable tool in preventing certain causes of abortion in livestock. However, it's important to note that not all abortions can be prevented through vaccination. As the efficacy of vaccines varies depending on the specific pathogen involved, there are various pharmaceutical companies in the country that provide vaccines against the pathogens that cause abortions in our livestock. For one example that I can make is the commonly used vaccine against brucellosis, which is distributed by a government for cattle farmers. Usually, the animal health technician would call for a vaccination at about six to eight months, where heifers are vaccinated against brucellosis. To have a tailor-made vaccination program for you, you would need to contact your veterinary official so that they can think of the diseases that are common in the area and common in that season and common for your farm and then they can form a vaccination program. Another option is that you can also contact the pharmaceutical companies that manufacture the vaccines. They can be able to help you draw up a vaccination program with the help of your local veterinarian. Thanks so much, Dr. Sake. For more on the topic, visit www.foodformzanzi.co.za. And this week, we celebrate the journey of hashtag soul sister, Polisile Majeni, who isn't adorned with grand titles. Her story stands as a testament to the belief that through hard work and determination, one can carve their path in the fields of opportunity. Just walking into the fields and seeing people working and then seeing other people knocking at your door, literally asking what opportunities there, how can you help me, means there's opportunities for others as well. So that just drives me knowing that someone out there will be assisted. One thing I've also learned as I've been doing this is that we lift as we rise. So as we go one step higher, we literally lay a hand out and lift one up. Police is one of the phenomenal women selected to participate in the 2023 Hashtag Soul Sister program. Catch a full interview on www.foodformzanzi.co.za and on Foodformzanzi's YouTube channel. And that's it. Remember to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform. From me, Octavius Bandil, our technical producer, Megan Funded Friend, and the rest of the hashtag Food from Zanzi. Thanks for listening. Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans though, right? We're inspiring, and even on the bad days, we fight back with a smile. That's why I love Food from Zanzi so much. They're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes who work every day to put food on our nation's tables. Go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring story.